It's Margin Week here on Chasing Greatness, and we've been talking about how to create space in our lives to be able to do the things that we want to do. It's really capacity if you think about it. Welcome to the podcast. This is going to be a good little conversation today we have about this idea of what I'm going to call editing your life. Actually, I, I didn't make that term up. I first heard Kobe Bryant talking about it a few years ago. The late, late Kobe Bryant talked about the idea of editing your life if you want to be great. He, he was talking about you, you've got you to gotta take stock of things. And I do know last few weeks I've been working on some writing projects. Um, and, and as I think about those, I love the idea that you can just get a draft on paper. And then we have the ability to come back and say, that's not what we want. We're going we're gonna to make it better. And we keep editing it. And if you think about your computer, it's, it's pretty cool. You've, got, you've even got some places where you can delete stuff if you want. you got a button there to... to delete which is good and today i want us to think about this concept of what it would look like for you to to take an inventory of your life and do some editing where is your life maybe we'll say it this way where is your life overgrown today this weekend while i came back in town I, I told you i was out of town i got back my wife had done some yard work and there were some flowers that had had grown over over out of the flower bed onto the grass they were they had sort of infringed into the yard or, or uh, spread out into the yard, and she had, she had cut those back. And they look just so much better to give a little maintenance to that. And I think about our lives, there's so much going on. If we're not careful, we can just run the – remember, we, we, we've taught Richard Swenson's book, Margin, this week. We can run the words off the pages. There's no margin. There's no space. And it, without space, it's hard to dream. It's hard to make your dreams come true, as we've been talking about. If you missed any of those episodes, I hope you'll check those out. Today, what do you need to, what's overgrown in your life? What is it that you need to, to prune out? As, as Swenson says, he says we need to prune the activity branches uh, as one of his uh, prescriptions that he gives in the book. But I would, I would say it's more than just activity. It's not, it, it's, it is activity. Sometimes that's what it is. I mean, there's some things that are going on, but it, it's more than that. It is, it, it's it's broader. So let me give you three things today to think about, and we're going to pick this back up tomorrow and talk a little more about it. But I would say this is first. Let's start with the. This is not one of the three. Let let me just let me just use this phrase. Let's ruthlessly edit our lives. Ruthlessly edit our lives. I think we have to be ruthless because it just keeps growing. So I'll give you three areas that, to think about today. Maybe you'll pick the one that that's most uh, uh, the biggest struggle for you right now, and you start there. You get to decide, but but one of them is your stuff. I, I talked about this a couple of days ago, just this idea of clutter. It just keeps coming in. Our, our closet gets messy. Our car gets messy. Our inbox gets messy. Our desktop gets messy. Our, our surfaces get messy. We, we've got a constant barrage of stuff coming in to our lives, and what are we doing to edit that out, to have systems and processes in place to handle the barrage of stuff. So maybe your stuff is one of the places. I mean, it's it's a big one. You and, and you might even need to pick a room like your closet. Let's start there. Or you might need to to pick a a portion of your office, a drawer in your desk. You start small and and let's build some momentum there. But what would it look like for you to ruthlessly edit your stuff? All right, here's the second one. What what is what would it look like for you to ruthlessly edit your relationships? Which relationships in your life are life-giving and which ones are life-draining? And if we're not careful, we'll spend so much time on relationships that just drain us. They don't they're not life-giving. And so you may need some more time with people who are putting life into you. 
You may need less time with people who are draining life out of you. You may need maybe less time with people in, in general at, at times. I mean, it's, it, it's not, when, and when I say that, I'm not saying people, we, we want to avoid people. We don't want to do that. But there has to be some time where you can calibrate and you can think through your strategies and you can think through who are you trying to help rather than just being with people all the time and you're really not helping anybody because you're not giving any thought to what you're trying to do. So relationships, maybe your relationships right now need to be edited. And and that might not be really even a, a comfortable way to hear that or, or, or even to say that. I mean, I'm, I'm sitting there, you know, as I say that, relationships aren't something you, you know, when, when we use the word edit, let's just make sure we, we know what we're meaning there. We're, we're trying to do our best to have people around our lives we're spending time with that are really bringing life into us that is equal to the amount of time we're spending with people who aren't. However you want to think about that or say that, but you can't just be with draining people all the time and expect to be fueled up and ready to go. You've really got to, you got to have some life-giving people around your life. And then thirdly, uh, I, ruthlessly edit your life when it comes to your habits, your routines. And, and maybe some of you have some bad habits. You've got some things, you know, you always react this way. You, you, you say these kinds of words. Maybe you have some destructive uh, addictions. I mean, there's all kinds of things when we think about habits, bad habits in our lives. We get to say no to those things. We really do. I mean, there, there's, you, you're in charge of what you choose to do with your time, your emotions, all those things. And if we don't give if we don't give thought to that, we can just rock along with this narrative as it has to be this way. I've always done this. You know, I, I do this all the time. This is the way I react. This is what I say. The, these are the substances I'm addicted to. I mean, whatever. Again, you can you can go as far with that as you want to, but you're in charge of your stuff, your relationships, and and your routines. And if you will take some time today to ruthlessly edit your life. Where's your life overgrown right now? What is it that that's really become a, a, a burdensome struggle? There's just clutter in these areas of your life. If you'll take some time and prune that, we're going to, we're going to talk tomorrow a little bit about this idea of pruning some of the activity out. But, but today, let's just start with our stuff and our relationships and our routines. And if we can make some uh, progress there and begin to think differently about that, I think we can be on our way to not just being great ourselves, but as you you know, we always say, we want to try to help other people be great. So hope you'll share that with somebody. Hope you'll make a little progress on that. Give some thought to it. Uh, love to hear any comments you have, and we'll, we'll be back with you tomorrow. All right. Love you guys. Have a great day.